You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today we're going to talk about shortcuts. And are there actually shortcuts that work? Or do they not work? Well, you're in luck because my guest today is the author. He's written the book on shortcuts and what it's like, what it means to actually, what does it actually take? Is it possible to take shortcuts to create the life that you want in business and family in, in life in general? Are there shortcuts? My guest today is Bob Hassan. He is the author of the book Shortcuts. He's do his amazing work in the business world. He's a uh, an organizational leader, a cultural development leader. He's helping change the way business is done, which is why I was excited to have him on the show, because he's doing so in a manner that really resonates with my heart. Bob, welcome to the show. Justin, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here with you. This is going to be a lot of fun. Now, I know the book is called Shortcuts, but really it's getting into the idea that there may not even be a shortcut. So first and foremost, what's what's the overall objective of the book? Well, the book is written towards younger people and the next generation, if you will. And, you know, I, I've looked at my life and uh, at this point in my life, I'm hoping to leave a legacy. And and part of my generation and my parents' generation, which was the, you know, the great generation, I see all these things that have happened and kind of the infighting between generations. Uh, at, this, at this point in time, I see people pointing fingers at the next generation. And, and the first thing I'm going to say, I am so excited for the next generation because I know so many young people who are just crushing it. And... So I wrote this book sort of for the next generation to, to see, like, what does it look like uh, to have work ethic? What does it look like to have determination and grit? What does it look like to follow your passions if you're in a job where maybe you're not that passionate about? Oh, oh that, you know, we, that, that seems to be my theme of interviews today is, is how do we do things better, right? And I agree with you. I think the next generation... They're, they are crushing it because they are doing things different than our generation and every generation before is. Doing. What, what, what would you say that key element and that difference is that you've identified in, in past generations and the generation that's creating moving forward? What's the, what's the number one difference there? I think it's the 24-7 uh, life. We, we now have these computers in our hand and in our pockets and, uh, you know, where in the past, if you went on a week's vacation, you went on a week's vacation and there was no way to get a hold of you. Now, uh, you know, jobs and employers are sort of requiring you go on vacation, you have your, your computer with you in your pocket, and if something happens, you're available. Then there's social media, which, which, which is skewed. What is the truth? I look at, I, I think about young women and their body image and what does social media portray? Or uh, one of the things I have happened to me all the time is young people come up to me and say, I'm, I'm just a failure because I'm not a millionaire yet. And <laughs> really, um, how old are you? 24. And, and who told you that you'd be a millionaire by the time you're 24? Well, 
everybody else is. And when you look on social media, you see the highlight reel of people in front of, you know, yachts, planes, mansions, resorts, whatever, whatever you want to see. And, and people are measuring themselves towards something that, you know, isn't true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that's the key, right? Is we have this illusion of reality that social media has brought us into. And I knew this is where I was going to love having this conversation with you because it's something I'm passionate about, kind of a soapbox of mine. But I, I want to get into this further down the rabbit hole after the break. But before we go on break, where can people go find more information about Shortcuts, the book, and, and what you do in the world? Well, uh, Bob Hassan, H-A-S-S-O-N.com is my website and I've got resources and blogs and I've written two other books that are on that website and that's the best place to find me. And then I'm really active on Instagram at bob.hassan. Fantastic folks. Go pick up a copy of the book, dive into it because this stuff matters. And if you don't understand it now, it's a good time to learn it because otherwise you're going to be obsolete and your business is going to be obsolete in the world. And the next generations is going to make sure that happens because that's what they're all about. Get on board because the train's moving. Can we go with them? Absolutely. Go pick up a copy of the book and you'll understand how. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace? connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Bob Hassan. He's the author of the book, Shortcuts. And prior to the break, we had looked at the difference between the old ways of doing business and the generation that's doing business now and this illusion of reality that everybody's standing in front of their yachts and making lots of money. And it's like the highlight reel, but they're not talking about everything else. So, but I got to ask what I see in social media, it looks like everything that's being portrayed, every guru that's got a course, every, you know, I made a billion dollars by, in 30 days by selling the course, right? And they had never built anything before. And it's just, you could, it's gross, right? We, we see it, you understand it. How has that enabled this shortcut mindset that we see that just it automatically triggers something in our brain that says there's something more? What, what, are, what are we trying to fill? What, what is that all about? Well, that's an interesting question, Justin. I, I'm going to back up and say that I built a business that I'm still the CEO of, and it, I've been the CEO for 45 years. And when I was 18 years old, I founded the business on these three unbelievable principles that nobody's ever thought of. Show up on time, charge what you say you're going to charge, and clean up when you're done. I mean, revolutionary, right? <laughs> uh, but 45 years later with a mature business, I'm still doing the same thing. And what I'm finding is that sets us apart. So for the wise worker, the worker who is looking to set themselves apart, it's the same scenario. 
show up on time to your work. When you finish your tasks, ask your supervisor, what do you have for me? I'm, I'm finished with my task. Go to your coworkers and say, do you need any help? If you do that, you're going to be in the top 1%. Right now, uh, currently, we've had four major articles in the Wall Street Journal. You know about the Great Resignation, which turned into the Great Reshuffle. Then all of a sudden, we have this ghosting of jobs. In May, the Wall Street Journal noticed this phenomena of people uh, applying for jobs, getting accepted for these jobs, and then not showing up on the first day. Wow. Incredible. Industry-wide, nationwide. What is happening there? Recently, there's a new phenomena that we're reading about called quiet quitting. What does that mean? That means that people are deciding they're not going to quit their jobs, but they're going to show up and do the least amount possible because the stress and uh, that they're feeling, uh, they're, they're just not worth it. So they're showing up being warm bodies. Now, right now it's an employee atmosphere because employers can't or having a hard time hiring people, but we're looking at the economy moving forward. Uh, we have inflation, we have the, the threat of a recession, and this is going to turn to an employer economy fairly soon. And these people who are quiet quitting and proud of it are going to find like, what do you think is going to happen there? And, and so I think we're looking at this phenomena that the pandemic has sort of bred and we're coming out of a season of isolation. So people are trying to figure out like, how do we work together? How do we, how are we in relationship? What does business look like? Yeah. It's, 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 it's the, uh, like you said, COVID. I think COVID was a huge culprit because people are realizing that, oh, wow, I can either work from home. Right. And my boss doesn't need me to go into the office because I can get as much done at home and still be with my loved ones. Right. Which leaves businesses is businesses in the conundrum that it's, well, why are we paying for this office building then if nobody wants to come into the office building? Right. And that's the only way we know how to do business is in this office building and, and how to make that work. I agree. I think it's, it's the, while COVID was, you know, it is what it is and it is what it was. I think what it really did was it opened up the eyes to, to so many people that maybe there's another way of doing this yeah. and, and the relationship first, right. And, and how to make that work. So in the book, the shortcuts in what you, what you've seen in the world, the work that you do in the world, what, what, what would you say is the one key element that, that bridges that gap to bring those people back together, employers and, and employees? How do we, how do we stop those, those trends and actually put something in a place that, that, that sticks and, and allows us to move forward? Well, I think the employee's superpower is work ethic. Yeah. And, it, and in, in some circles, that's a dirty word. Uh, and in and, and some circles, people haven't learned it. But, but, but as people are coming out of either high school or college with their degree, whether it's postgraduate or not, that when you show up to the workforce, it's the work ethic. It's your character that's going to send you, set you apart. Now, there's, there's plenty of businesses that are food-based businesses who you, 
you show up and you have people crawling up other people's backs, stealing ideas, uh, a culture based on fear. But there's plenty, there's plenty of businesses who have a culture based on love and honor and respect. And when you can marry yourself to a company like that, and sometimes it takes a, a couple of different jobs, you know, that's the place you want to be. Uh, what I think the superpower is, is looking for a culture match and finding, finding a business that has the culture that you would like to be a part of and you would like to build. Yeah, I agree. I think that is the key is, is change, looking at the culture and changing the culture. And realistically, if businesses want to attract more people, bring the employees back, they have to look at the cultural practices that we stood on and that we were built in. And honestly, I, I like to do that. I'm, I'm in the pick on the guys mode because we've been in charge for so dang long, right? That we've created a culture that has disempowered, disfranchised, whatever you this word you want to put into the middle there. We've created that, right? We've created cultures, work cultures that aren't safe for women, aren't safe for anybody that might be different, right? We've created this space of, the old boys club and the good old boys club is starting to die. And the generation that's coming next is calling out. I know I had these conversations with my 12 year old all the time. You know, she's like, she's very passionate about doing the work that she's here to do to implement change. And she's very clear that all she has to do is wait for us to die off. And she's going to do it in her way the way she wants to with the people that she wants to and the culture and businesses that she wants to and, and not have to worry about us. So what that tells me is, is that our generation, the people that are in business now who, who were aiming for this illusion of grandeur, we have to shift. So how do we do that, Bob? What, what's, what's the, what's, how do we, how do we shift ourselves to that? I know the answer. <laughs> I, I know the answer, but what, what's your answer? How's, how does how does that work? Well, I'd be interested in your answer, but 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 in, in my view, we have to be willing to shift and adjust by taking a, a, a long look inside of ourselves and finding out, you know, what is our ultimate goal. And listen, I'm in a profit making business, and businesses are in business to make profit. If they don't, employees don't have jobs. So, but. Uh, there's so many powerful women on this planet that, uh, you know, you know, the funny thing is, Justin, uh, I was at a dinner party years and years ago, and I was standing with three or four men, and they were talking about uh, their jobs. And one of the one of the guy's wife's came up, this guy was a billionaire. And, and the wife said, What are you guys talking about? And he said, business, and sort of shooed her away. What we were really talking about was the relational dynamic on one of his teams. And I was struck so hard by the fact that who knows more about relationships than anyone on the planet? Our wives, our women, of course they do. And, and then we're seeing all this incredible training that they have. And you know, I love the fact um, that uh, our vice president is a woman right now. Forget about politics either side, but we're seeing women begin to succeed in a place where there's been a glass ceiling for so long. And I'm thrilled about it. Yeah. We, we need to, um, for, for me to put it into a bigger construct, part of my answer is, is that we need to embrace the feminine. 
right? We, we need to embrace that divine feminine and, and reconnect with it because we've been the warriors for so long and we're afraid that if we soften our hearts a little bit, that it, it, things are going to fail. And uh, realistically, it's the exact opposite. That internal work, that relationship piece, who better to learn from than the divine feminine? And, and I just had an interview last week. It was all about how it, it's it's time for the feminine to, to, take, to take leadership. It doesn't mean that men have to sacrifice their, their roles as CEOs. No, it means that we need to start looking at the other side of the equation and how do we lead from a softer place? And my answer, Bob, the only answer I know is, is God. The, the divine, whatever you want to call it, the universe, spirit, it doesn't matter. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian, right? That's the only, the, the only answer is through that introspection and relationship with something bigger than ourselves, right? But we don't want to talk about that in the workplace because we're not supposed to mix spirituality, religion, that kind of stuff. But ultimately, at the end of the day, where the rubber meets the road, that's where I believe the work, where, where, the, where the actual work is required to make that change. I love that. Uh, there's a scripture that I love that is fear and love cannot coexist because fear has to do with punishment. And so yeah. if you apply that into what you're just saying about the divine feminine and you, you apply that into what our workplaces should look like, we can bring honor and respect and love into our workplace and begin to change the narrative about what does work look like? What do work relationships look like? Yeah, it's it's, and I think it's important that we start looking like that because our attempt, the ma- the, the the masculine's attempt, what I like to call the unevolved masculine's attempt, right, is gotten us to where we're at. We now have the opportunity to actually evolve that masculine consciousness into the divine masculine, and the only way to that is through the divine feminine, right? That's why where to become one, right? That's, that's the path of how we get to that place. And so, so I'm just going to call it out. I, I, this isn't for, I'm going to call myself out on that. What, what does that look like in a workforce that has rejected the concept of God and spirituality? What does, what does that look like? I think Justin, that we can, we can all do our part. If we're believers uh, uh, in, in the Christian worldview, we can all do our part to take the principles of Christ, and which is love, into our workplaces and everywhere that we go. And, and without evangelizing or preaching or proselytizing, letting our characters shine before us and giving, and giving people the ability to see this light before us. Like somebody looks at you and says, what? What, why are you so different? Like when, when issues and problems happen, you don't yell and cuss and scream. And instead you're, you're quiet and you're thoughtful and you come out with something that isn't what most normal people would come with. You come from a warrior background, Justin. I know, I, I, I know your story and, and we all know what happens in the service and intelligence. Um, it, it's not leading with love and respect and honor. Um, I come from a teams background and a construction background, and it's the same situation. Uh, and so I am trying to discipline myself to bring my let my character shine before me, so that um, you know I'm not 
I'm not falling into what, what the world would say. This is how you handle a dispute. Oh, 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 oh. Going to the heart before fight, right? And I think that's the key is, is love is the answer, right? Doing that internal work because there are no shortcuts. <laughs> and showing, showing up in our highest and leading by example from a space of love is how we get there. And that takes discipline. It takes training. You don't know what you don't know. Go pick up a copy of the book because this stuff is good. You get into it. Like I said, if you don't get ahead of it now, you're going to be left behind. Evolve or die, right? Uh, Bob, this, this, obviously I could talk about this stuff for days. I, I enjoy our conversation here. Um, one last thought. Where, what, if you could leave the listeners with just one last thing, one, one nugget of truth that they could do right now, implement into their life to start realizing and disengaging from the lies of the world, what, what would that be? What would you leave them with? I think, you know, going to what you said, trust God for the outcome. If, if, we're, if we're looking at the news cycle, uh, the news stations and social media, all we're going to be hearing is negative news that we don't know if it's true or not, whatever side we're listening to. Um, I think that there's a wonderful plan for this world and I'm bullish on the next generation. I'm bullish on uh, what, uh, what America has and where America's going. And, and I think just recognizing that there is a higher power out there um, that is bigger than you, bigger than anything you could think about. And, and, you know, God is faithful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Trust, do the work. Don't take the shortcuts. Don't buy into the, the hype that you see on social media. No one's going to do it for you. And you have to do it for yourself. Bob, Thank you so much for being here. One more time, where can people go listen to, to find more information about your book? Uh, BobHasson.com, H-A-S-S-O-N, or Bob.Hasson on Instagram. Justin, thank you so much. I'm so honored to talk to you. Well, thank you so much for being here, Bob. Thank you for doing the work that you're doing in the world. It matters. And folks, till next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.